Welcome to what is officially the first episode of Wrinkles in the Crease, where we take a look at the stories of hockey and we iron out the details. With me, I've got my co-host, Trevor Neal, the less than real deal, Trevor, Trevor Neal. Can't leave that part out. Can't leave that part out. Very important. <laughs> I've got the lovely Natasha Gershon. How are you, Natasha? What's up? I'm good. All right. And I am Zachary Morgan. Welcome. Welcome, guys. It's been a real interesting start to the season. Uh, before we even really get into that, big milestone uh, passed last night. Alexander Ovechkin scores goal number 787, the most, the record for most goals with one team breaking Gordie Howe's record. Truly an outstanding career. And honestly, I think the next step for him is without a doubt, he's getting the all-time goals record. Oh, at this point. It's oh, just yeah. a matter It's a matter of time. 100%. I mean, it's... A few years ago, the argument was, can he last long enough? Yes. Russian machine never break for a reason. Yeah. But... Well, they, they said like a few years ago, if he just stays in like a 30 goal pace, plays a little longer than normal, he'll be fine. And then he just dropped 50. Yeah. And then he just... it, it, he's going to do it again. He's outstanding. It seems like really. it. There is not even much of a question. He is. Yeah. We're seeing a lot of guys, you know, fade off a little bit. Evgeny Malkin has. I love Evgeny, but he's clearly been on some sort of a decline yeah. that we just yeah. really haven't seen from Ovechkin. Has Ovechkin no. improved as a skater over the past, I don't know, 15 years? No, no, he is not. But I, what he ha- he's but so he's, consistent. He's yeah. so consistent and he's so dangerous from that one spot in the power play. His office is his office for a reason. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There, he's I, so good I, at it. I got the opportunity to watch Ovechkin live last week when they're in Dallas. Five on five, not a great player, but still somehow gets scoring opportunities on a consistent basis. If he doesn't have the puck, it's not impressive. But as soon as he gets it, the puck might just go in. Accident. Yeah. It's kind of what it is. He, it's, he's a prime example of make the most of when it matters while you're on the ice. Yes, exactly. And when it matters don't, for him, don't, is when he's got don't, the puck. don't ask him to play defense. Don't ask him to play on the rush. He's just going to score. Like, expect much of him unless it's like just consistent scoring, basically. That's all he Wait. does. That's all he needs to do. And, and it works. Proving, it works. He's proving to be one of the best consistent goal scorers in the NHL. We can't deny that. The second best consistent goal scorer in the NHL right now. Right now. Who's yeah. the first? Jesper Bratt, of course. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I, you were scaring me for a second. I thought there was going to be some blaspheming, but I'll take that as the opportunity to talk about a little bit of what happened last night. You'll see Trevor sporting his lovely Jesper Bratt jersey. I've gone on a Hockey Fights Cancer Devils jersey because guys, because the Devils are the best team of the world right now. The now I, I have brainwashed Trevor into believing that. Um, if you want, I mean, brainwashed. I've convinced him with a <laughs> yes. reasonable, reasonable, logical debate uh, and legitimate hockey reasons for why the Devils are good. Aside from team fast and score goal, fun to watch. Uh, no, that's all the you Devils, need to do. That's the all Devils. That's <laughs> the Devils have been on an, on a roll. Uh, they won their sixth in a row. Their ninth of their last ten. Ironically enough, the only game they've lost in those last ten were to none other than the Washington Capitals and Alexander Ovechkin, who scored a power play goal at that game. Of course, yeah. he did. From where where else would you expect? But the same spot he scored all the others. From. Exactly, exactly. But the Devils win their sixth straight. This is the first time they've won uh, six games in a row since 2012. So it's been a while. It's pathetic. Um, been a long time. It, yeah, the team <laughs> it's, has it's not been, been a, the team has not been good of late. But this is the third best start in team history. 
They are currently uh, atop the division with 18 points, one point ahead of the team I picked to win the Stanley Cup final, Car- the Carolina Hurricanes. Game in hand, though. You have game to, you in. Have to... They had the Devils have played one more game than the Carolina Hurricanes, but the Devils have also won one more game. The Hurricanes, for whatever it's worth, are eight, two, and one. The Devils are nine and three. So. At Ma- it, the, yeah, the Devils are also four points ahead of third, which for some reason is the Flyers. Yeah, I can't explain that one for you. Um, John Tortorella has these guys playing insanely hard. Uh, it's gonna fall apart at some point, but yes, it always does. It always does. We're right now in the honeymoon phase with John Tortorella. Uh, we see it happen often. We saw it with Columbus, where yeah, the yeah. team will play very, very well for a while, but something's gonna happen, yeah. and he's gonna lose. He's gonna lose the locker room at some point. John Tortorella is a coach who can't last more than, I don't know, five or six years with one team because he will lose the locker room. They're, the Flyers are going to wake up one day and go, man, I hate playing for the Flyers right now. Yes. Just stop that is how that will, that is exactly that's, that's how that how will happen. work in general. True. I mean, like they wake up one day, they're like, yeah, actually, I hate it here. <laughs> I hate every, I'm so tired of spending nothing but an hour during practice blocking slap shots. I want to go home. Like, that's what playing yeah. for the Flyers is. And like is it now. even really worth it for me to get that cheesesteak? No whiz. I mean, like... Yeah. No. Philadelphia's yeah, you, a terrible you city. You gotta, go for the, you gotta go for the whiz, one. Two, what you said, Trevor, Philadelphia being what it is. You wake up and realize, oh my god, I'm in Philadelphia. What are we doing? You know, you know what's bad when Pittsburgh's the better option. And you know what's even sadder? It's almost better than Ohio. No, it's better. Than I was Ohio. about to say the uh, proximity of Pittsburgh to Ohio is Ohio is significantly closer than the proximity of uh, Philadelphia to Ohio. Yeah, so. that. Yeah. Pittsburgh still <laughs> finds a way to be the best team in Pennsylvania. Speaking of Pittsburgh, well, being um, the best team in Pennsylvania, yeah. are you sure about that? Because <laughs> they just dropped their seventh in a row. Uh, apparently, well, we love losing streaks. Loss in a row. Never count, never count a Crosby team. Okay, Trevor, did you write all this? Because I this is—I uh, only. I'm reading. <laughs> I, I created a lovely Google Doc so we can keep us all, you know, on track because our ADD is not the best. And uh, yes. in the in the Penguins line here, I'm seeing quote after I put the lose seventh game in a row. We love losing streaks in all caps. Never count a Crosby team out. I so, put the Crosby part. I she put the we the... love losing streaks because I love a losing streak. Okay. I, just for the Penguins, I'm, though. Okay. Just for the Penguins. I'm not even a Penguins hater. I just find it really funny that they no, lost no, no. I'm just – I was concerned that Trevor was breaking and no. he wrote both of those things. But if no. those were two separate no. writers, oh, okay, then everything's fine. Trevor yeah. has yeah. massive loyalty. <laughs> Remember when in one of our test shows I said the most surprising thing about this year so far is how good the Penguins are? And then they just woke up and started to suck. I mean, a lot of things things Trevor has said uh, during and before the season have really aged like milk. Matt Um, Murray. Matt Murray. The Leafs in general. The reason you're wearing the the Jesper Bratt jersey, you mean? Is because a deal. Because we lost a bet that... Matt a Murray. bet that we didn't we haven't even really seen the end of it and i don't even remember exactly what the yeah. bet was but what was it that matt murray was be better than mckenzie blackwood all i said was if the matt murray experiment doesn't work i will buy a jesper bratt jersey all oh, right and yeah that's- i i made it one game in and then put my order in fanatics <laughs> wow, wow. No, it was one game yeah. in one practice Talk about loyalty as soon as he went on ltir i'm like and the bratt jersey was on sale it's like he's gone see you later yeah, no, and the Brat jersey was a very good buy. I, I 
I, I'm I wanted jersey the, of every team, and I figured Brat was the one to go to. I'm waiting for the reverse fine. retro before I get the Brat jersey. Ideally, I would love to see him resign before I put money on the jersey, but I, I, he deserves the he jersey will. without it. He will. He, he will. Yeah. He will. I'm nervous because you you so say that on, on Jesper Brat, um, he his point streak also ended. Is over. Um, unfortunately, yes, unfortunately. but you know what? 17 points in 11 games. He's still. The best player in the NHL. He's still good. Uh, he's still he's really still, good. No, he's still he's really, He's making really a good. legitimate case for it right now. He's making a legitimate case to get $10 million from if the he New Jersey it up, Devils. He's for minimum. sure a heart contender. For yeah. sure. 100%. The Devils Just, don't... The Devils don't play the way they play without Jesper Bratt doing what he's doing. Jack Hughes it, isn't Jack Hughes if Jesper Bratt's not feeding him the passes the way he's yeah. been feeding him. Yeah. And let's say let's say he does win the heart. Who was the last player that like just won a random heart in the middle of a streak of McDavid? Taylor Hall. Yeah. The, it's yeah. weird the Devils are doing this again. I mean, it, it's weird, but in a lot of ways, uh it makes sense. You the blueprint the blueprint that we had built kind of around Taylor Hall is still there. This team is still built around speed, but they're even faster now. They're even faster there's than we. There's so much more playing. skill and the whole lineup. Yes. Yeah, they're on the ne- up. They're on they the are, up. and Nico Heischer is oh baby. Uh, oh Nico my Heischer. god! Aren't you glad you didn't get Nolan Patrick? Nico Heischer is a 200 <laughs> foot center, and he has this big, beautiful frame, and he is putting it all together. He is so as great as he Jesper actually Bra- plays like he's 200 feet tall. That's he how does. he plays. Yeah. He yeah. does, and. Quite frankly, Jesper Bratt is incredibly important to what the Devils are doing. They don't get, they're not, without both Bratt and Heischer, they aren't yeah, anywhere they can't, close They can't get anywhere without both of them. No, is, no. Is Jack Hughes the third best player then? Um, it depends on who you ask. Um, yeah. Zach, I mean, who was the third best player on the Devils? Third best player on the Devils? I don't even know. I, all I can tell you is that Jesper Bratt is the 100% best player on the Devils, and it's still is not it really Is it Heischer and Hughes kind of go back and... They go back and forth. I mean, most fans yeah. are going to tell you that Hughes is far and away the more talented player. Because he's pretty. But Heischer's game right now is just so <laughs> complete that yeah. even yeah. though Hughes has all the skill in the world, what Heischer is doing Hughes might... brings a lot more. I'm going to say Hughes is a more talented hockey player. He sure is more important to the team right now. Yeah. Okay. That's the best. Is he sure doing that. what Matthews did like two years ago where he woke up with, all right, I'm a Selkie candidate now along not, with scoring. I mean, not really. Uh, just for the sole reason of Austin Matthews is a perennial uh, threat to win the rocket Richard. That is not Nico's game. Nico's yeah. game has never really been yeah. about, about scoring. It's been more, it's been more covering the two underfoot game. The, is a he better comparison would be? Are you going to say Bergeron? I am going to say Bergeron. I mean, Bergeron is the ultimate peak of what that could be. That player that's a is big. That's a big, big, big. Bergeron is like everything a team Bergeron's needs. What you, Bergeron's basically, what you want from your two-way in center. one person. Yes, Bergeron is the perfect two-way hockey player. He's exactly, and I hate the Bruins. Period. He's the perfect two-way hockey player. He is the two-way hockey player. He is the hockey he's player. He's painfully perfect, and that's why he ba- he's the perfect balance to Brad Marchand. He's pain. Uh, Bergeron's painfully perfect, and Marchand is the opposite. Marchand is Marchand, but we love Brad Marchand. We don't. I do. <laughs> no, you, uh, that's I do. one of us. 
Uh, one out of three. So, like Natasha, you're really going to argue with me that Brad Marchand is a more likable player than Tom Wilson. This is a thing that yes. you're going to argue with me. Yes, he I prefer Tom Wilson over Brad Marchand. Tom Wilson. I don't prettier. know why. Tom Wilson's prettier. Brad Marchand is the I last just, word. I, I am incredibly shallow. Oh, talking about personality. Oh no! Oh, I didn't. No, I'm incredibly shallow. We're only talking about face at this okay. point. Yeah. Tom Wilson's a good-looking dude. Oh so, yeah, Tom Wilson for sure. But... <laughs> I know what. <laughs> I know what we're clipping for the social medias is just oh, yeah. us um, quickly developing into Tom Wilson's pretty. Yeah. But yeah, on the topic, I'm getting of the Bruins, so I'm getting so topic, red in the face. Let me, just talking let me about talk this. about the Bruins. <laughs> so the past couple of days has been pretty Worst case much scenario. Um, terrible for the Bruins, um, especially yesterday. Um, so let me give you the rundown, I guess. So the Bruins signed um, Mitchell Miller, who I constantly confuse for Mitch Marner, and it really annoys me. I mean, um, I, I get it. From... The first time I saw the headline, I thought it said Mitch Marner. I was like, yeah, oh, me the too. second one. So um, they signed – he's um, he's 20 years old. They signed him to a three-year entry-level contract. Um, he was on the Providence Bruins, the Bruins AHL affiliate, and he was drafted actually 111th overall by the Coyotes in the 2020 – um draft um, but that draft mm -hmm. pick was rescinded that's not yeah notes. yeah um oh, was not right. oh they gave oh, them up afterwards oh this is oh, oh this is that kid oh. who's that guy yep so um in case if you haven't been living under a rock pretty much uh don sweeney the world's, familiar, the world's best quote unquote slash that's sarcastic the world's best um um what is he gm i don't even know at this point <laughs> He yes, um, is the GM. Yeah, GM. Um, he signed him, and basically to, to not go on a giant rant about this, he's just a really bad person, and yeah. um, you don't that want should... him on your team. Um, if you were watching, I think Sportsnet last night, they had a whole discussion about this, and one guy said, I forget his name. He um, he said that every team kind of has like a 25 brick like foundation and you don't want that guy on that team that like brings down the foundation. Each person is like a brick and like, you know, like on the roster. So basically to give you the gist of it, nobody likes him. Nobody wants him. All, not all the players, but the players that have spoken out about this clearly are not happy so, about this. Nick Foligno, uh, Bergeron. Bergeron made comments, yeah. yeah. Poor Bergeron, honestly, they tried the throwing him under yes. the bus with this, Deep. and it really upset me. Um, so Elliot Friedman, um, he interviewed Bergeron for, I think, Sportsnet or something, yeah. or a podcast, and um, Bergeron looked really uncomfortable during the interview, and he just kind of had to say what he had to say about it, that, like, you know, it's not our choice, but, like, you know, we, you know, it's, yeah. But anyways, he is not happy about it, and it's really sad to see that. Um, and he, the Bruins don't need him. I mean, even, even without this like drama behind it, that's just painting a negative light on the whole Bruins organization, then they don't need him on the team at all. Like they're doing perfectly fine without him. And the Bruins also let go of Jack Studnika, uh, last week in the completely surprised decision. I was not expecting this at all. Um, and they gave him to the Canucks. Um, I'm not really sure what, like what for, but you know, they just they just took Was him that away. A trade basically. or waivers? Uh, the, the Canucks just need things and help. Yeah. Uh, they were just they and, were just trying um, to help them out. 
I mean, while Jack Stunica isn't like a big shot player, he's a young player that the Bruins just were too lazy to develop, basically. Um, and I've watched him play. He's a really like good player. He's not bad. He knows what he has to do and he does it. Um, so it was sad to see him go, but I think they tried to fill that hole with Mitchell Miller and it does not work. It does not work. Um, and on top of this, um, I guess to give you a bit of context, Mitchell Miller um, uh, throughout his life, I guess it wasn't a one-time situation. Um, bullied He's a and bad abused, person. Bullied and abused. He's a terrible person. Um, uh, I think someone he went to school with and yes, um, one of his never, teammates. Yeah. And he never apologized to the family. He never apologized to the person. He really he, only quote unquote apologized to clear his name and to get. Yeah. A, he apologized. Contract, he apologized to all 31 teams, but he never offered any sort of apology. And yeah. it was found that his apology were, was his apology showed no remorse. That's the best yeah, way I no can say it. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, that's the big, that's the big thing. And everyone's like, Oh, but we, I've seen people not try to defend him, but try to say, Oh, you know, people deserve second chances, but he hasn't shown that he deserves a second chance. He, you he's not, just, you know, giving any effort to prove that he deserves a second chance. Um, and he's not showing any it. remorse. He's not, yeah. you know, trying to change. It's just, there's no, there's no point. And on top of this, um, Gary Bettman of all people um, made a statement yesterday <laughs> that um, he's actually not even eligible to play in the NHL. Um, and is there uh, a reason why? I like still did they say that, that out? Like, is he suspended or is he just not? I don't know. Someone can find that out. Is for me, Gary though. Bettman just just saying? I think if Gary you try to call like, him up. I'm stepping yeah. in. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. Uh, because the they think he's not consulted. eligible to play in the AHL. Yeah, and the league wasn't consulted for signing him either. So it was just a one-time mm. decision for Don Sweeney. So yeah, we're bringing this guy in. Let me not tell anyone about it. So that's kind of it. Yeah, people um, were pissed because this happened so Friday night. Mad. Yeah, Friday night. I have never seen a fan base or just the league in general be so unanimously upset about a decision. Um, or except when the Canadians signed the guy, was it Logan? No, they Miller? drafted Whatever. they Logan drafted Logan Mayo, who Mayo, yeah. and then they Mayo. signed him recently, and it came back up. Yeah, you know, and and the Ian Cole situation, and the hockey Canada situation, and the Kyle Beach be, situation. Do you understand how hard it is to be more unlikable than Ian Cole and Logan Mayo? Do you understand that? And Mitchell Miller, Mitchell Miller manages to accomplish every part of that impossible checklist to be more unlikable. Granted, yes, everyone I'm, here is unlikable. Every one of the, the, the three players I mentioned yeah. is a not likable scumbag. Yes. It is what it is, allegedly. An alleged not likable, alleged scumbag. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Guys, I'm <laughs> taking Tony D'Angelo over Mitchell Miller any day. And that's Honestly, so... same. And I, I I want to see Tony <laughs> D'Angelo get, like, you know, have some bad A lifetime ban from have some everything. Bad things happen to him. My favorite story, <laughs> my favorite Tony D'Angelo story was the alleged, uh, probably not even real, when he got punched in the face by Georgia. No, that's and real. Then, no, that's real. And then, no, that's no, real. No, and then that's Chris, not even alleged. That actually happened. Oh, and, it was the best and then Chris Kreider also Rangers. punched him, I think. What? Actually, the whole Rangers team lined up and punched him one at a time. <laughs> yeah, the whole Rangers team just, you know, no, my favorite beat down on Tony D'Angelo. Um, yeah, there was, a, there was a Tony D'Angelo like parody account. Um, and uh, yes, there was New York yeah, Rangers fan and, and a bunch of numbers ever, oh. and it got suspended, and I'm still sad about it. Oh but man, that was a work account, of art. 
the account posted um i did not get punched i fell into someone's hand multiple times <laughs> the account also denied on multiple occasions that it was tony d'angelo's burner account because it was created... no that's not the burner account that's a different oh account. oh this is a different I, account. i'm yeah, so sorry i still me. i still love that burner account though that burner account was probably tony real. it's like just someone pretending to be him no 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 that, I, burner, really that burner account was 100 um, we, we parlor anyway exactly the day <laughs> he left twitter is the day that account was created that the correlation is there That's so yeah <laughs> so basically uh yeah the bruins did a whoopsie and i'm not expecting uh mitchell miller to be a part of the crew any longer than like to, like i don't know uh but i'm i'm getting i'm giving them till the end of the week to be like yeah um my bad bye let's bye. undo this see you later let's cut him. yeah um, and so. the team on the ice, we're going to segue, looks rattled as hell over this. Yeah, yesterday they... I knew it would be a really rough game with, with the Leafs, um, and they lost 2-1. to one, um, And thing, Austin Matthews you... got two goals. Two goals. Which was pretty On, on his way to 69 goals this year. <laughs> but, Natasha, did you watch the whole game? I did not. The Bruins, who are normally the most crisp and perfect team in the league, looked rattled from puck drop. Yeah. Missed passes. Yeah. It's it's all sloppy, it's all the it's all the bad pass coverage. It's just I was gonna say, now. do you think the uh the signing and the negative attention played a role into it? Because it wouldn't be the craziest I'm idea. Definitely. In the world. I'm gonna say yeah, for sure. When when the captain is making statements that the whole team is pissed off before the game and that they're unhappy, and then they go out and play like they're rattled, those yeah. you know it's, it's all coincidental. it's not it's not coincidental, like it it lines up. Um, yeah. what a game from Toronto though. Yeah, Toronto played they did amazing so well. last night. They did so well. They I mean, dominated the sometimes, league. you know. And Zach <laughs> yeah. doesn't want to believe it, but uh, the Leafs might have – look, the team is still structurally flawed, but winning sure is curing problems. It's okay. two wins now, but last year they had a really crappy October, and then they threw it together in November and went 15-2. and two. Okay, I'm going to let They you might finish. do that again. I'm going to let you finish. I'll let you but, go, Zach. Okay, I'm good to go now. <laughs> Great. Awesome. Yep. Awesome. Uh um, yeah, uh, didn't Ilya Samsonov get hurt last night? Yes, so and I don't wasn't think this it's the team that thought that Matt Murray was going to be a reasonable and reliable number one starting goaltender? Yes, fire Kyle Dubas. Fire Kyle Dubas. There's no other way, just fire no, they him. can't fire him, they just have to let it ride out. They have to let it ride out because they're paying some annoying. I'm not Mike well, Babcock. Who do the Leafs have? They're, they're paying Mike Babcock. Who do the Leafs have? Do we still have uh, what's what's his name? Shalgren? Shalgren? Yes, he is starting tonight against Carolina. Hooray! Oh God, not Carolina. No, With, this um, is so bad. What is Ugh. his name? The the new Leafs backup uh, that um, is up the new Leafs. I know who you're talking about, but I forget his name. This is a good Petrozelli. Oh, Petrozelli. Oh my god. Because go this or during the Bruins game, Shalgren and Samsonov were the only guys on an NHL contract on Leafs roster that Where's Peter Morazic now? I, I think I feel He's like you guys could really no, I, no. I feel like you guys really no, like Peter Morazic. Oh, that's guys, so that's Garrett great. Garrett Sparks. That's great. Yeah, it's it's just great. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Look, um, the, so, Austin yeah. Matthews is waking up. Mitch Marner's waking up. Tavares is playing like Tavares up. from five years ago. None of those players you mentioned forget the fact that none of them play goalie. They don't play defense. 
Austin Matthews is a great if defensive you, if you player. Can play the position of defense. The position of defense. And sign up um, to be the the um, the Bruins backup goalie because we also don't uh, have uh, Swayman right now. <laughs> uh, Timothy Lilligren came back to the Leafs. He's made a season debut last night. Looks great. That's good. That's another I'm, defense. I'm very happy to hear that. He's a player yeah, he who I really added some life to the good. D. Good. Yeah. Um, especially with Muzzin most likely gone for his career. Oh, yeah. I don't see him coming back. I that. Uh, we completely glossed over that in all of our conversations that Jake Muzzin's career is most definitely over. Yeah. I'm not even aware. What happened? He's ending. He got hurt in the he hurt his neck against the Columbus in the oh, Columbus no. playoff series. He hurt it in the Montreal series. Also and then bad. was real bad. Like really bad. And then the he also, hurt it again. Neck is like yeah. right here. You don't want that yeah. to get hurt. No, it's very hurt. Bad. It's head and neck are both hurt bad. Oh no. And good. he's at that age. He's won cups. That's rough. Yeah, he's, no, it's it's time to, you know, hang He had head. he won. He won two. He won one legitimate cup. Are you? Is this Eddie? a devil's combat? <laughs> <laughs> it might be. It's a devil's combat. It might be related to a five-minute major penalty taken by Steve Bernier. Um, I'm over it. I promise. Zach, it's this cool. Is ten years ago. I'm not over it. It was ten years ago. It's I'm not over ago. it. It it wasn't a major penalty. It was both. Then again, I'm not over <laughs> the Leafs Bruins playoff series from nine years ago. So yeah, yeah. Who so... is? Who is? Who is Trevor? That wasn't a that wasn't a five minute major. It was a four minute double minor max. And even then, that's excessive. It was two minutes, if anything. I don't even know the player. Steve Bernier absolutely checked that man Steve into Bernier. the boards from behind. Oh my god! It just was not a five minute major. I think any check from behind to the board should be a five-minute major, Zach. I really Let's just get that out of the game. Well, you know, we should give it a, a ten-minute misconduct. <laughs> give them five in already, a game. They were already they were already dead, but like I, I forget what happened. But in that five-minute penalty kill, like that five-minute major power play, the uh, Kings scored not one, not two, not three, but four goals. It's yeah. great. And that was the should, end of the series right there. Yeah. It was not should fun. we segue to the Dallas Stars? Uh, who are lighting can we quickly segue to right Vegas? Um, by the way, just just a side note, I guess Vegas is currently on top of the league. Vegas is I so hate hot it. right now. I don't know why. It doesn't who, make sense to me. They are paying we, we two spent million the whole dollars episode, for the best goal the, Last episode roasting Vegas. Yeah. The last test run, we were roasting Vegas and all the moves they made in the offseason that made no sense for all that poor asset management that we called. And we weren't the only ones to do that, by the way. Everyone has. Like, everyone in NHL, Twitter, media, whatever you want to say it, everyone was ripping the Knights apart. And the Knights have responded by just simply, oh, yeah, we are in 13 games, 11-2. and they're six you know points ahead of Seattle for, for uh, the God. six points ahead of Seattle, who's in second place for first in the Pacific. And then after that is LA with 15. Are they riding just the thrill of playing with Phil the Thrill? It very well could be. I, I mean, mean, maybe. Hey, I mean, Toronto, you can win with Phil Castle. Do you think it's Bruce Cassidy? Could it be. Could. He's a good You coach. know what? It could be. Um, there's a lot of things. The fact that there is a new coach who isn't. Peter DeBoer can only take you so far. We've seen it happen time and time again. Peter DeBoer well, is doing a great job right now. I don't want to hear hey, any Peter DeBoer slander. Wait, where is he right no. now? Dallas. Oh my he's God, seriously? Okay. Yes. All right. I didn't know that. Trevor, he's going to take Dallas to the Stanley Cup final again. Probably. 
Yeah, that no, that's that, that's his thing. That's what he does. He takes his team to the Stanley Cup final, usually within the first year of him being there, and then it falls apart. I yeah. love Peter DeBoer. I'm, he is a great building coach, but he hasn't proven to be the guy that can carry you over the finish line. Vegas was also a weird team to make the final. Vegas is a very weird team. but <laughs> Everything about Vegas is weird. That team did, <laughs> shouldn't have been there. But ca- having Cassidy in as a new voice is definitely something good. Uh, Jack just Michael. Jack Eichel playing at a fully 100%, which he just never was going to be at 100% last year with everything that was going on was with the delay in the surgery. Yeah. And they don't have the injury bug this year like no. they did last year. They lost no, so they many don't. man games last season. They really this is did. just what Vegas is, and we are trying to pretend they're bad. I think we're just they're mad at them for getting rid of fan favorite players every year like it's nothing. I, I feel I think we're just uh, we're still pissed over Fleury. Uh, I'm forget. still pissed over. Fleury. I'm pissed over Pacioretty. Oh, uh, who else is on there? Uh, Nate Schmidt. People like Nate Schmidt. Nate Nate Schmidt's not there anymore. They shipped him out when they signed yeah. uh, Petrangelo. They shipped him to Vancouver. I like Nate Schmidt. I do too. Nate Schmidt got, remember when Nate Schmidt got suspended like 30 games <laughs> for PEDs? Yeah, good time. Wait, for yeah. what? PEDs. PEDs. Oh, no. He's the only player I could remember getting suspended for steroids. Um, That's rough. He's in the recent memory. Comes to mind. So, yeah, he's the only uh, let's segue. Let's, let's quickly segue um, into the stars. Trevor Tate. Dallas Stars. Take it away. Who I've had the pleasure of covering. I've been in the press box a handful, uh, twice now. Mazel and they are a a fun, fun hockey team that can't stop scoring and can't stop winning games. They're yeah. just they're fast, they're high skill. Uh for some reason, Tyler said you get a JB Bender plague like elite hockey players again. <laughs> I don't know. You why. sound surprised by that. Oh, because everyone else in the press box is a surprise too. I mean, but Tyler Sagan is being paid like so much all of the dollars. Thirteen million dollars in salary. Yeah, so he yeah. should be. So that's that he should be the expectation that he's that he's one of the best yeah. players in the league. He's no? playing like he's he not be. in that. It's amazing. No, he's he playing is. like he's getting paid for it, which is good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and Jason Robertson is solidifying himself as a top player in the league. Yeah, a top um, player in the league. A. Yeah, uh, 141 yeah. career games, 142 points. That's really good. He's, that's really good. I can't. Six, I thought he six goals in his last five, and just watching him play live. He's got confidence. He's got swagger. It's speed, skill. He can do everything. Tip, one time, a wrist shot. He's got it all. Um, taking first line minutes there. The first line of Zach, who was on the first line of the Dallas Stars? Without looking. Is, is it not? It, my my instinct is to go, you have Sagan centering Ben and Robertson, right? No. Is you it, have Robertson is, is, on the top is, line. Is, uh, what's Robertson is on the first on line. There? Okay. Heiskanen's defense. defense. Yeah. Heiskanen's defense. Line. So it's a uh, with Colin Rupe. Miller. It's Rupe. Rupe Hints is their first line center. Yeah, who's Rupe on Hintz. the right? So it's Rupe and uh, who's on the right? Um, Val Nichushkin is in uh, Colorado, but he did play there at one point in time. This is one of the best. If you ever want to, if you ever want to, if you ever want to laugh, go look up some old ads with uh, Val Nichushkin, Jamie Val Ben, Nichushkin. and Tyler Sagan. They were hilarious. It, they were hilarious because at the time, Val Nichushkin only knew, hi, my name is Val Nichushkin, and that was the extent of his English. <laughs> and they used that in the ads. He would just go, hi, I'm Val that Nichushkin. That, that's it. That, that's the only thing he said, and it, it's amazing. One of the most pure and just enjoyable things you can watch from a hockey player. Zach, doing are you ready to feel stupid? No, because I'm not done guessing. Joe Pavelski. 
Why? Joe Pavelski. Why? Oh Joe Pavelski group A hits and Jason Robinson are like. And you have Joe Pavelski playing Joe wing. Pavelski. My brain. Oh my god. Okay. Well, fine. Jamie Ben is on the like third line most nights. That makes sense. Like they look. The the stars are so freaking weird. And then you yeah. got uh. What is um Jake Ottinger's save percentage? Yeah, you haven't even mentioned Jake Ottinger, who is probably because yeah, he's hurt player. right now. They're still winning games. Oh, who's his backup? Is it still uh, Kudobin? Scott Wedgwood. Where the hell is Kudobin? Oh. What happened to Anton Kudobin? Uh, they don't. They don't have enough money to call him up from Texas. Uh, his save percentage is 0. 0.952. Hey, yeah. So no, no, no. I'm sorry. You've left Anton Kudobin. The hero from a couple years ago. He is just rotting in the, the AHL, AHL right, right now. Yes. Because oh, you cannot so, afford him. Yeah. So when Ottinger went down, they didn't have enough money to call Hudobin up. So they had to sign Matt Murray to play backup. For Let's go, Matt Murray. Smallwood. We got the second Matt Murray. We got oh, Matt right. Murray. Second, second Matt Murray. Matt second Matt Murray. Matt Murray. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> forgot. Two Matt Murrays. Two yeah. Matt Murrays. It's Scott Wedgwood is fantastic for some reason. Or okay, good Scott, enough, I'll say. Good. Yeah, Scott Wedgwood is Scott Wedgwood can goal. play to the task. He can play to be yeah. good enough. I loved watching him play uh in New Jersey for the first stint. The second stint was a bit more um he's a nice troubling. Guy. Uh it's in the locker room with him. He's a nice guy. No, he's a really good guy, a solid player, and I, I'm really happy to see him getting his flowers and actually showing up because he's someone who, if it weren't there was a competition between him and Keith Kincaid to see who was going to back up Corey Schneider going in 2016-2017. Kincaid won that job, and Wedgwood, after having a really good end of the 2016 season, was never really able to kind of reclaim his NHL spot after that with the Devils. Yeah. So he kind of bumped around a little bit, and then he got shipped off to Arizona, and then and was that shipped never goes well. And that never goes well. And then he was shipped off elsewhere. Then he made it back to New Jersey. So it's really good to see him actually just having success at the NHL level. And guys, yeah. and he rocks black pads. Like what else? Like that's awesome. That's cool. Yeah, Any player with black pads is beautiful. We love um, it. Um, and Jamie Ben got a hat trick yesterday. Yeah, we what, what do we have to say about that? It was Perfect. ugly. It was ugly. And Jamie Ben is is a is a captain in the NHL. I don't These think he should that, be, but he's a captain. These are yeah. things that are true statements. He is a captain of the... He, is, he is a captain of a National Hockey League team based out of Dallas, Texas. That is what I'll say about Jamie Benn. He That's, has a brother who now, plays in the NHL, too. You can say that. Or played. I don't know. He's Jordy with Benn's the here. Toronto... No, he's hurt. He's with the Leafs, but he's hurt. He oh, he's still in the league? That's good. That's good. I, I yeah. like Jordy Benn. Yeah. 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 Jordy Benn is cool. Yeah. Te- uh, Texas hockey is doing so well right now. Like it's just That's true. there's talks of a team in Houston. Um, there's a rumor that oh we okay. didn't even put this in our um, no. our notes. Zach. Uh, <laughs> exactly. The Ottawa Senators like, no. are for sale. We didn't even talk. Put that. Oh in yeah, notes. let's talk about this. The Ottawa Senators are finally for sale. There are te- there are I forget who. I didn't see that the Bring Rock out the was piggy in- bank. I didn't see that the Rock was interested <laughs> in purchasing them. Did I? It was Ryan Reynolds. That's Ryan, Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. That's who it was. Excuse me. I can't yes. wait for Ryan Reynolds to that uh, <laughs> Honestly, this is probably something that was relatively predictable, uh, given yeah. just the state of Eugene Melnick's, uh, situation. Eugene Melnick's estate. Um, mm-hmm. It always seemed like this was kind of how it was going to go down. It'll be interesting to see who steps up and buys the team. It'll. There is a new dawn happening in Ottawa, and even though they 
lost of they're on a five game losing streak right now. You know, they're very much struggling. Overall, they are on the up. They have a lot of young talent. Brady Kachuk is incredible. Um, They're the, uh, oh my God. Stutzla is in, is insane. He's so good. Worth every penny they've given him, if not more. Like there are pieces on this team. Josh Norris is out though, but. Yeah, That's there are pieces on this point. team. Jake Sanderson yeah. is uh, finally pl- making his Thomas debut. Shabbat. Yeah, mm-hmm. they have yeah. pieces. Claude Drew. There is. Did you hear He's about the weird guy hockey. who wants to buy the Senators? There's someone oh. who wants to buy them and immediately pack them up and move them to Houston. And that would be an awful idea right now. Okay. They just need new arena in Ottawa. The fans okay. are there. Okay, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop this right now. <laughs> okay. The city of Houston which currently does not have an AHL team, does not, should not get an NHL team before, I don't know. We're better off trying in Quebec, Quebec City, City again. We're better off trying in... Why if you see Kansas I think you're better off just trying to get Dallas Kansas City, yes, thank you. And the, then moving on. From like, no, but an in-state rivalry for the Stars would be so fun. That's fine, but if... Present to me a team that has a market... Present, present a market that can is proven to be able to support a team. Houston hasn't been proven to be able to support an AHL team. That's my issue with Why Houston. did the arrows move? Because they weren't... Is, was be, it attendance? It, yes. Attendance and probably failing a... Probably a decrepit arena. Am I wrong? Or, uh, I'm, I'm looking it up. Despite but, local popularity and high... Um, high average attendance... They had a dispute with the Rockets, the owners. That's the reason they moved. Amazing. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. So they okay. got kicked out of the city because right. the Rockets. This is a hockey them. podcast. Um, the Houston Rockets are the softest team, not just in basketball, but in the entire con, but just in the big four sports. The Houston Rockets are so soft. I said it. I don't it was, care. It was, I don't have uh, to answer it too. They just are. I believe you. I mean, they come to complain. About a loss in Game Seven when you miss twenty-seven three-pointers in a row, get out of my face! I don't care. Like it just, was less Alexander three. complained nice. about having to share an arena with the Houston Arrows, so they had to pack <laughs> up and move to Iowa. Okay, no, so, not Iowa. All right, they could they could support it. They could support a hockey. Team. All right, you know what? Could, I'm all for did. this. We move a team to we move an NHL team to Houston, and we just Coyotes. eliminate the Houston Rockets. Like they they no longer exist. <laughs> the Houston Rockets are now an NHL team. Oh, we need to talk about the Mullet Arena. Oh! Mullet Arena, we... site of Alexander Ovechkin's record-setting goal last night. Please go if on about Mullet Arena. He scored it in Arizona? He scored at Mullet Arena? I did not even think about No! He's... Yesterday was at... Um, oh, was it at Washington? The, yeah, the Caps Arena. Are you sure? Thank I remember saying that. I forgot oh, yeah, what the arena is Capital like One, it right? Is it, is it Capital One? Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it was. Okay. Yeah. Capital One. No, okay. I was like, there's um, no way he scored in Mold Arena because that would have been that's my Absolutely mistake. Not. I, I, the I NHL is that. trying so hard to be like, look how cool this is. They all wear bullets, so there's a student section and a drum line. It's a joke. It, it's it is what the, it is. It's a five. The press box NHL is arena. twelve rows above the ice. Don't forget to transfer that's to it. ASU to get your twenty-five dollar NHL Arizona Coyotes. Yeah, everyone, sign up for Arizona State online, and you might get a twenty-five dollar <laughs> ticket to a Coyotes game. Are you are you encouraging people to apply to Arizona State to get a discount? Yes, for I am. Tickets? Yes, there I has just... to be an easier way to get a discount for <laughs> hockey tickets. 
There has to be. There is not. There isn't. No, the the Should I look up how expensive Coyotes tickets are? Why they're expensive. They're still they're they're expensive because they're really it's a five thousand seater arena. I remember last year when they were like, "Oh, look, we're gonna we're gonna raise ticket prices because nobody's gonna see our games," and some of the ticket prices were like nine thousand dollars for like bottom section seats, and I was like, "Oh my god." Okay, uh, for the flyers, at Coyotes, still that which no still. one should pay to see. No one should pay to see flyers. Why not? Coyotes. The flyers are a good team. Starts at one hundred and three dollars. The flyers are a good team for balcony. No, that's the cheapest ticket. Yeah, yeah, those are the those bleeds. <laughs> I mean, some teams when they come to Boston, like that's how much balcony seats cost. Like that's how much the cheapest tickets yeah. cost. I mean, I saw the Ducks, I saw the Ducks play the Bruins for forty dollars. Yeah, when the Leafs go to Arizona, it's one hundred and sixty-three dollars for the cheapest yeah. seat. Leafs tickets are unreasonably expensive, though. But like, yeah, yeah. I mean, reasonably, but also like unreasonably at the same time. You know, that's because there's no Leaf fans that attend Leaf games. It's all that's corporation. And corporate. that's why I applied for a credential to go see the Leafs in Dallas and not a ticket. Smart. <laughs> God bless. God bless. I didn't I'm see there the to watch the, the Bruins Leafs. last year for like 60 bucks. Too much. 10 out of 10 game. My one, one year for Christmas, my parents got me Leafs Penguins tickets and they were $250 a pop. Dang. I saw, uh, Zach, I'll probably send you that's the pictures. I, I, was, I was front row in the corner. Are In Toronto? In Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh. Oh my Pittsburgh. god. In Pittsburgh. That's worse. Yeah, you're paying Penguins that tickets much are expensive. money, dude. You're paying that much money to see the Leafs in Pittsburgh. It, That's it. Was sad. It was Saturday night too. Oh. Well, okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. okay. You, I get that. Yeah, that makes sense. But still. Yeah, Phil Kessel was still on the Penguins at that point. Okay, and Pittsburgh is a city where a Saturday night hockey game, those tickets will be expensive. A Saturday mm -hmm. night hockey game in Newark, let me tell you, that is um. That is like a that is a cheap ticket. Um, yeah, I couldn't. Saturday sell. hockey in Boston is also pretty cheap. I have season tickets. And I couldn't. I couldn't. I don't even. I know. couldn't sell my tickets to Devils Avalanche. There are games for that like there are weekday games in Boston, and they're like nearly sold out. I couldn't. Sell. You can get ticket. into a Stars game for like twelve dollars. <laughs> yeah, hey. way to brag, Trevor. Nobody goes to see hockey games. Anyone? Hey, no, right? no. They said there's like eighteen thousand people there a night. They, they, the, I'm telling you, people yeah. like the stars. You know what fan base is cool? The Preds. They have, they have a cool fan base. Uh, ex except I hate everything about Nashville. Predators. Cities. Cool, I mean, I don't like Nashville, but like the games look fun. The games do look fun, yeah. but I feel like the fan, the Nashville Predators fan base, I'm not saying I'm over them, the but they were, a, but they were a fun bunch to really get behind and watch in what was it? 2017 when they made their run. They're an interesting bandwagon team. Yeah, they're a fun band. They were the Carolina team. before Carolina. Yeah. That's all they are. Yeah, now it's much. just kind of, I don't know. I feel like a lot of that uh, energy they had six years ago, it's, nah, it's, it's gone elsewhere. <laughs> I mean, they still do the same. You know, he he shoots, he scores, you suck, which I'm all for. We have I love another? that you have that. It very much <laughs> has that atmosphere, but like, eh. Is, they, there, they, is there news on the... Uh, Scotiabank Saddle Dome arena change. I haven't heard anything. Okay. Because I don't know, but the devils just that. wiped the floor with the flames in the saddle dome. Let's go. Let's go. Go devils, baby. The yeah. best team in New York <laughs> metropolitan actually, area. Absolutely. Not even. Devils. Not even. Absolutely. Um they're the best team in New York, New Jersey. While they're we're looking up, in New though, Jersey. <laughs> while we're looking up the uh, Calgary uh, stadium situation though. 
Uh, I'll use the Devils uh, as this. So season very clearly in full effect. The Devils off to a surprising hot start. But what would you guys say, uh, who or what has been the biggest surprise so far this season? Zach, you're gonna you're gonna love me here. You Trevor know what I'm first. gonna say. I mean, it's reasonable. The New Jersey freaking Devils. It's reasonable. I'm just I'm in awe that they're winning games, and yeah. I don't think they're like Philly where it's gonna burst. I think they're a playoff team. I'm hoping you're right. Maybe. I Maybe. mean, you guys they, remember they just need goaltending. The goaltending just needs to stay. That's if, all they need. If Vitek Vanacek can stay healthy, and Mackenzie Blackwood, Vitek. who oh god. Blackwood went down the other night. We somehow missed that. Yeah. Um, there hasn't been an update on his injury status. He's not being put on injured reserve, but this could be a major setback. Mackenzie Blackwood was finally looking to bounce back. And the problem has been he gets hurt and he can't shake off the injury because the yeah. devil's injury staff has not been. Hey, uh, the, the, the relationship has not been great between what the devil's. Yeah, it so looks like groin. it's not. It oh. was not good. Not he brave. reached out for a save and immediately just started screaming in pain against Edmonton. Uh, Natasha, I'm sending you the video. Yeah, okay. it was not good. Uh, as a result, it was like a one-one game at the time. The Oilers scored two quick goals, but the Devils managed to come back because, by some miracle, after being put in cold in the second period, Vanacek managed to warm up enough. He stopped a few pucks. Devils put together a few good plays and Jesper Bratt rang home the game winner there. But if Blackwood can either come back or Vanacek stays healthy, the the goaltending looked really, really good. I was in big panic after the first two games because they started were, off 0-2 and, and they looked like garbage. Vanacek in the home opener was so bad against yeah. the Red Wings. It was really hard to see how it was hard for me to see how this team could put it together. Everything looked good, but the goaltending and defense were so bad. The fact that they've managed to turn it around just over the last 10 games, their performance without a doubt is my biggest surprise because I was expecting to watch a bottom six NHL team this year. And yeah. they've been a delight to watch. I haven't watched the Devils haven't been this fun since 2012. And it's amazing. <laughs> They're they're, uh, they're, they're, good the they're fun to watch. They're good. Okay, Natasha, who's your big surprise? Um, I don't know if I'll surprise people by saying this, but definitely the Bruins. Um, I mean, yeah, like they were. I went. I went into the season. I think everyone went into the season thinking, yeah, they're going to absolutely suck this year. They might not even scratch the playoff clinch. They they're a bottom team because everyone was expecting, you know, Brad Marchand to be out for half the season, Charlie McAvoy to be out for half the season. Brad Marchand came back. He was supposed to he was supposed to come back in December. He came back mid October, like two weeks ago. Insane. He's he's been he's been putting up a great performance. Um, the goaltending always amazing, but really good. Um, despite some some setbacks with Swayman and that injury and everything. Um, Allmark is definitely pulling his weight. Um, Bergeron is really doing amazing. And even he's though it's his, it's his last season, probably, um, he's definitely, you know, he's still, he's still telling people, yeah, like, I still belong here. I'm still pulling my weight. I'm still doing what I have to do. Um, and I, I'm really, I'm really excited to see where this team goes. Um, I don't know if they'll go far, but um, I'm really happy where they're at right now. And um, they're looking really, really good, like really good. 
Um, and I don't know if that's just like a beginning of the season type thing, but um, I'm expecting for them to hold out. At least when Charlie McAvoy comes back, he's looking like he'll come back soon because he's practicing and he's wearing the regular jersey now in practice. Um, he looks like he'll come back pretty soon. And I think the Bruins will be doing pretty well um, if the Miller signing kind of goes away <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, that's yeah. understandable. Um, can we discuss one more thing before we cut? Yeah. Before, well, did both yeah. of you look at the video that I just sent you in Slack? Oh, God. Okay. This is Matt Kachuk last night against Jonathan. Oh, yeah. I did not see this. I need to see this. Hold on. Uh, guys, if he doesn't get suspended, the league has a problem. What did he do? And this should be a. He jammed his stick through Jonathan Quick's eye hole. That's not okay. Whoa. That is intent to injure everybody. That's terrible. <laughs> okay. Yeah. How no. many games? Um, Let's play this game. Um I'll give I'll give I'll give him like I feel like how, six. Well, how bad was Quick injured though? I don't I haven't heard. Because that's feel, that's that's the game. I feel that's like six. Decide. That sounds about right. We're for what the NHL okay, wait, does. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I'm going off of and not what I think. I'm going off of what I think the NHL uh disciplinary yeah, standards i think it's six nhl i think I, if, I feel like they're gonna say eh, six games if your player safety how many games is he getting oh what do wow, you think is fair bad. what i think is fair yeah probably eight just your opinion i go 20 uh, well I'm it's after a whistle like i'm gonna get five games I'm, i want to see it depends on I hate to say it depends on how hurt uh quick is, but that yeah. should play a role. It, did he did he did weird. he leave the game after that? Uh, there's only 40 seconds left in the game, it looks like. Okay. Let me see if I can find anything more. But yeah, yeah um weird. it's not hockey at that point. You're not no, shoving that's not a hockey play. you're just trying that's to hurt not someone. a hockey play. 100 percent That's definitely not. I mean uh, he's having know, a hearing. We all know the fuck is a rat, but I mean like that's just next level. Like nobody like that's just bad. That's like it's like Tom Wilson level bad, basically. Um, Almost. Yeah. Pretty much. It. Yeah, I. I don't know. That's. That's rough. I mean, it's, it's as really a guy who likes Matt Kachuk and likes what he brings to the table. Yeah, I also there's like no Matt place, Kachuk a lot. There's no place for that. There's no I, reason. To have I done don't any agree of with that. that at all. No, that's. Yeah, there no, should be some level of punishment. It, he's gonna. Honestly, I could see this being a fine too. I could see it being it's just games a or hearing, a fine. not in person, so he can't get more than five. I th- is it five or three? That's the. I was saying five. Five in. seems reasonable. Like he's I not mean, gonna get five. In my opinion, no, it's Makachuk. He's not gonna. If get it's five. an in-person hearing, he's not getting more than three. I don't know what the he's rule gonna is. get fined like two grand, isn't he? <laughs> no, no. no like, put some respect on that. He'll get fined twenty five hundred. Yeah, yeah. Twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah, that like, extra five hundred dollars is a steak dinner for him that he won't right. get to have. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that can, you think about that steak rough, that you can't have, Matthew. That's right. That's yeah. exactly what the NHL. And Jonathan Quick is cannot see depth for the rest of his life, but you missed your steak dinner and you think <laughs> about what you did. NHL discipline at its finest. Guys, episode of the, uh, name of the episode is Steak Dinner. Steak there it is. Absolutely. Steak dinner. Okay. Steak dinner. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I feel like that's a good spot for us to end at this point, to be honest. Yep. Uh, yep. Natasha, uh, where can we find you outside of this podcast? You can find me on Twitter at NG3400. And Trevor, I am what about you? Trevor Neal underscore. I have a link tree there. You can find everything else. Oh, wow. Look at that. I know. And you can find me on Twitter at Captain underscore Z Morgan and at 
on Instagram at Zycarius. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the first episode of Wrinkles in the Crease. We're looking forward to bringing you guys some more great episodes down the line. Enjoy the rest of your day and hope you have a good week.